Good day, good day. Welcome to Generation Tech. I'm Todd Brinker. I am joined by my dad, Jack. That's the two generations. How are you doing today, Dad? I'm doing fine, Todd. Finally. Yeah, yeah. Going through a, <laughs> like a circus around here today. Uh, our our pre-show was an extended... Uh, <laughs> How come we're hearing these weird sounds? And that's because I had my mixer set up differently. And then how come my computer won't talk properly? And it's because you had your <laughs> things plugged in differently. And it was like, yeah, that, that was a 20-minute ordeal to, to work through. But we did it. We made it. Yeah, we figured it out. I'm yeah. Like, we really are techies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And neither one of us read a book. We didn't read any instructions. We just gutted it out like real men. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah. So you yeah. put in some things, anyway. and I put in a thing or two from uh, to, to possibly talk about. Um, first thing I want to put in was something that, or the first thing I want to talk about anyway, was a story that uh, I thought I, I saw and sent it to you because it hits awfully close to home. And uh, Apple is closing their, or has closed at this point, their North Lake Mall location in Charlotte, North Carolina, which was the closest Apple store to you. But apparently, that mall has had some problems, and they're saying there has been multiple shootings in the area. And so Apple has decided to close that store, and then they, uh, they have said that what they're doing is looking for an alternate location. In the meantime, the closest yeah. store for Charlotte customers is the South Park location, which is on the other side of downtown Charlotte. So it's quite a drive for you, more than an hour. Yes. Yeah, it's definitely. I, I've never been to that store. Yeah. Uh, well, it's practically in South but, Carolina. Yeah, it really <laughs> is. It's right at the border. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it's, anyway. it's closer to people who live in South Carolina than where you live because you live way out north end of the, of the city. Uh, you don't actually right. live in Charlotte. You live in a suburb north so of the city. I, I, so. I live just outside of the big loop. Yeah. You know, most major cities have a big circle around them with a freeway. And right. Four, five is ours. 85 runs through through town, so there's yeah. 485 that surrounds it. Right. But anyway, uh, I, so I'm I'm basically without a store for an indefinite period, at least. Yeah, till they uh, figure out where they want to put one. But you know, there's a lot of people in uh, in you know like um, uh, the the northern um, suburbs that are, are tend to be a wealthier area, and so I suspect that they may actually move the star f- store further north out of Charlotte proper and into one of those suburbs because there's a, a good number of pretty nice high-end shopping centers or shopping areas. I don't know if they actually call them shopping centers anymore, but uh, yeah. up up north of there. Um, you know, I've, I've been to that store when I visited you, and I've been down to that mall. And like a lot of malls in America, I think malls are the the ultimate picture of sort of urban decay. You know, malls and mall-type stores are not doing well financially in general. And so malls themselves have kind of gotten a, a very run-down, beat-up look to them these days. But, by the way, the day before that they I sent you that thing regarding the mall closure, or not the mall closure, but the Apple Store closure, I had was feeling bad for the people in Portland, uh, Oregon, because I have relatives out in Oregon, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, and, and uh, some of them live, if not in Portland, you know, in the suburbs. Anyway, uh, and anyway, Walmart had just made a big deal out of the fact that they had closed down their only two Walmart stores in the entire city, 
they closed two of them at one time. And that was because of lack of law enforcement, uh, uh -huh. because of the mayor out there, uh, the attorney general, I guess the article was blaming right. him on the fact he won't pr pr press charges or anything. But anyway, I, I happen to live near Charlotte, mm -hmm. uh, just the, out, just outside the city limits uh, in a, another a suburb. And uh, Charlotte is a very democratically run city. And we're having the same kind of problems as every other major city around. And I uh -huh. think that we're going to see more and more businesses bail out of Charlotte. Yeah. I mean, if, if one store leaves the mall, it's not long and they'll, it'll be abandoned by all the other major ones. Yeah. Well, I mean, and that's so, happening uh, nationwide, regardless of who runs the city. Malls are starting to see a lot of the big anchor stores are failing. And if the anchor stores are gone, people don't go to a mall to, to go to the little tiny shop that sells trinkets. You know, I yeah. mean, they, they'll buy a lot of that stuff when they're there, but they usually go in to see, you know, the big stores that are on the ends. That would be the JCPenney's and the Sears's, uh, which don't exist in the same fashion that they used to. Macy's, which has been struggling, uh, you know, they're, they're in, and closing stores. I mean, that's what they go to malls for. And then while they're there, you know, you wander through the mall and you and you go to the pretzel place or the pizza place or the. You know, or and, yep. and you and, you, you know, there are specialty clothing stores, but, you know, those places don't exist by themselves if they're not in a mall type situation. So yeah. Yeah. Um, I know in our area, the the major indoor malls, there's uh, one of them has failed a couple years ago uh, back over in San Bernardino. But then there's a couple um, there's t like two remaining sort of indoor malls that seem to be doing okay. They've managed to keep a couple anchor stores. One of those smaller, like petite stores, opened up a anchor size store. It's ginormous. It's a clothing store primarily targeting uh, tweens and twenties, uh, and it's yeah. mostly girls' clothing. And so that place is, is surprisingly done well. When they went from a tiny boutique type shop to a big store, um, there's they seem to be anchoring the mall pretty good. Um, and there's, you know, theaters that people have still gone to, but theaters are struggling and restaurants. Yeah. A lot of the malls have restaurants, yeah. but a lot of the restaurants aren't in the mall. They're in the parking lot in the periphery around the mall, you yeah, know? That's right. Yeah. So I think people go to the but, mall area, but then don't go in the mall. They go in and have lunch at one of the restaurants and then leave. Yeah. But, but I don't think that some of those early closures had to do with uh, the blatant robberies that are going on. No, those uh, were just and, business, and that, you know, Amazon impacting business and business issues and online sales. And, yeah, you're right. Yeah. No, and that's been a thing in the L.A. area. There's been conversations about that, too. And I know in the Bay Area, at least out here on the West Coast, uh, it's been in the news where, uh, you know, they've basically said, well, you know, if they if they take less than, what was it? Twelve hundred dollars or two thousand dollars, something like that. It's not worth the police's mm -hmm. time because they're going to be turned around and released anyway. So the police are like, "Well, we're not. We're just not going to show up." And and people of of ill intent hear that as it's it's free money. We can go take up to as long as we you know don't take more than twelve hundred dollars worth of stuff. We can walk in, take it, and leave. You know, yeah. and and the employees yeah. have been told don't stop them because you could get injured and then we're liable. So just let them take it, and the insurance company will cover it. So insurance prices yeah. are going up. Police are doing nothing. You know, it's just it's it's a vicious circle and it's, it's a, a mess. Vicious circle. It's just a mess. <laughs> yeah. You know, and yeah. it's it's I mean, talk about a uh, and this has nothing to do with tech, but it just seems to be like, you know, if you want to point to like uh, moral decay of society, letting this kind of stuff go on is ridiculous. 
The one thing I was thinking about that does, could impact on tech is that I believe there are uh, detectors now so, so, so sophisticated that if you bring one through the door or an area, a narrow space where they can, you can be surveilled, that they can detect uh, weapons. Yeah. And I'm talking about pretty much whether it's a reasonable sized knife or a right. a gun. Well, and they small and gun. they have a lot of those in stores now too. I mean, you know, they've got some stores have like metal detectors that you pass through on the way in and stuff. The thing is, but, is whether they've got something or not, they're basically being told. I mean, you know, I mean, obviously depending on who it is, but I mean, you know, a high school age guy can be pretty pretty intimidating to to a clerk in a in a store, and and they're basically being told. You know, just put your hands up and let them do whatever they're going to do and then call, you know, call 911. And, of course, the police don't do anything, but then they log it and, you know, turn it into their well, insurance I'm, companies. I'm, it, I don't, I'm not aware of anything being installed yet. Uh, However, if you're going to stay in business and continue to operate, the yeah. ability to detect a weapon, not just a metal, but but know that there's a weapon there and, and do it so quickly that you can immediately drop uh, or surrounding this yeah. person uh, some kind of net or whatever it is to entrap them. Yeah, you probably uh, get so sued for illegal um, uh, detainment or something, right? I don't know. These days it's yeah. crazy. But you're right. The, and well, and there are yeah. high-end stores, high-end electronic stores and high-end um, jewelry stores where when uh, you come in, there's always double doors and you can't pass through the second door till the first door closes. Yeah. And and that's by intent. They slow you down, yeah. and if anybody in the store hits the the button, both doors lock. You know, so that yeah. nobody can, uh, so that you're stuck in there. So you could trap a bad guy in there. Um, so you know, so I mean, but that's that's the high end stores. That's not your average grocery, you know, or grocery store or your right. average, you know, right. mall store. Um, but you're right. I mean, the technology exists to do that. The question is, is, you know, yeah. is the, I mean, I guess the, the, the sellers are going to have to become proactive because, um, you know, we've essentially in, in a lot of cases, the, the police have abdicated doing anything because, you know, like I said, in a lot of cases, um, their opinion is, well, the dollar amount is not that large. There's bigger things going on in the city. And if I grab that guy, I'm going to spend two hours dealing with him, you know, booking him into the system. And then they're going to release him because the dollar amount wasn't high enough. And so, yeah, well, you know, you've, you've got to have people in the not just law enforcement, but the people in the entire uh, chain of sure. uh, things uh, working reasonably or the citizens, number one, better get rid of them. I mean, if they're yeah. willing to tolerate no stores, why, that's that's fine. Yeah. But, well, and, uh, I, and I'm not trying uh, to knock on, on law enforcement. I'm just saying that they're stuck in a situation where, you know, they have to make choices about where they're going to spend their time. And, you know, would you rather have them out policing? You know, and on the and out doing their job rather than sitting doing paperwork to for somebody who's going to turn around and be back yep. out on the street before they're done doing the paperwork. You know, but the way you make these things more affordable is with automation, and and right. the sophisticated automation just hasn't caught up yet. Yeah, yeah. So. Well, and certainly the, the facial recognition is good enough that if somebody's done this once before, we should have pictures of them. Uh, and, and, oh, yeah. and, and then be able to just say, Hey, you know, you're not allowed in here. We, we reserve the right to not serve you. You, you go away. I'm not going to yeah. sell anything to you. So don't even come in my store. Yeah. Well, he, he, then they'll just say, well, I didn't come to sell or to buy. <laughs> yeah. I came well, to take. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I don't know. 
<laughs> you know, I mean, when, is it going to be to the point where, like, you have to walk up and show them your money before you're allowed in? You know, <laughs> if they do a credit, a quick credit check on you before you're allowed in to prove that you can actually buy something here? I don't know. It's, you know, it's getting crazy. Well, it's getting crazy out there. Trade, tra- trade will continue, but I think the whole business, the, the model set by Amazon is going – needs to have some copiers so there gets needs to be some competition in that arena as well right well and there is i'm uh, you know to be honest uh walmart does a lot of their sales online nowadays i mean they're not they're they've they've yeah. you know they're not at the scale that amazon is but they are like the number two online seller um and you know they mm-hmm. have the advantage of using all their out their their stores as warehouses so you can um it, you know, it, they can deliver same day or you can go pick up within an hour at most Walmarts if you order something. And Target does that now, too. You order something and then yeah. they'll, they'll, you know, shoot you a text back, say, OK, it's ready for pickup. And, you know, sometimes within an hour, you know, so if you need something now, you still don't you don't even have to go into the store. They'll bring it out to your car. You drive up and they drop it off. Um, well, I was at I well, was at a that, go ahead. Being, being a disabled person, that's something that I thought was a p- real plus that came out of the mm-hmm. pandemic thing, and that is I can go to virtually any store, and it's carry-out now. Yeah, they'll you bring know, they'll it out to you. carry it out to my car. Yeah. So. Yeah, they, um, the, uh, I was visiting my daughter in uh, Northern California, and she had ordered something at Target. And so we drove to the Target to pick it up. And this Target, uh, my Target doesn't have – most Targets that I've been to – when you want something, when you go to pick something up, they've got like parking spots out in front of the store somewhere where you park and then they walk out through the parking lot. And so that's where all the traffic of people coming and going in the store is. This store had a door on sort of the back side. It wasn't the, it was, it was the side, but it was like near the back corner and, and they had separate parking spaces there. And, and they, you would drive in and you park in front of a sign and it would say, text this number you know, and, and your phone, the last, you know, and, and based on the phone number you have on your account, we'll bring out your thing to you. So you just texted and said, I'm in spot number, you know, a 22 or whatever. And they came out and it was separate mm-hmm. from the main parking lot. So you didn't have to deal with the traffic and the pedestrians walking to and from their car and unloading and loading all oh. the stuff. they bought. So it was completely separate. And yet you were still at the store. Yeah. And that was awesome. Every uh, when they, yeah. I would say, if they're building new stores these days, they need to keep that in mind. They need to have two different ways of accessing it: one for walk-in oh. and one for pickup. You know, keep I, them I'm separate. Sure every every retailer in the future has got that in their mind. Mm-hmm. You know, they've got they've got to serve the uh, yeah. the automobile because uh, yeah, it just so happens this store happened to have a parking lot and a and a and a access door easily set up for them to do that. And, uh, you know, what I'm surprised is, um, most targets used to have a garden center and to my knowledge, all of them in this area. And I think as far as I know, most of them have shut the garden center down, but that's at the end of the end of the building, that end of the building, they should, they should manage and, and handle all of their, um, their auto uh, business. Auto, yeah. Their drive up business there to get it away from the front door. Because driving up yep. to get something, I mean, just parking and, and getting in and out with pedestrians walking all over the place, you know, you're just asking for people to, to get, you know, bumped and banged into, and it's more stressful. Yeah. It's easier if you've got a place that's just handling carryout. Well, see, I buy quite a few groceries and stuff, even at the, my drugstore now, Walgreens, mm-hmm. it happens to be. And uh, I'm, look, are you there? Yeah, I'm listening. I lost you, Todd. Ah, I can hear you just fine. Hello? I can hear you. 
Hello. I don't know. Check your check your jack. God. You probably pulled your headphone out. Uh, check your headphone. I, I can hear you just fine. Can't see what's going on here. But... Check your headphones. You can't hear Hello. me, so it doesn't matter. Todd. Check your headphones. I hear you. <laughs> this is great podcasting. Hello. Holy crap. Oh, check your headphones. Check your headphones. Check your headphones. You can't hear me. I don't know. Let, Are me, you see. There, Let me type. Yes, I'm here. Let me send you a chat. Hmm. See if you get it. Uh, That's pretty weird. Check your hmm. head phones oh, except i can't type uh let's see well now he's gone completely so he unplugged something well and he kind of Now he's trying to call me back, and I'm still on this call. Good gracious. Hang up.